Hello, I'm Zara, a self-published author of young adult and new adult fiction. And I'm Kelly, a fantasy writer being held together by threads of optimism. And this is Writish, the podcast by writers for writers, where we discuss craft and hot topics in the writing community. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about the mid-month slump energy of NaNoWriMo, which we're going to be calling the mid-nano blues. And to start with, we need to talk about while first week highs are great, they are called first week highs for a reason because they don't last for the whole month without any dip in enthusiasm or mood or morale. I kind of like to think about it in context of the muddy middle of a novel because if you're writing a novel over 30 days, theoretically, you're going at a steady pace, which we've addressed multiple times. Sometimes that's not possible and that's okay. But you're probably somewhere in the middle of your novel by the second week. And you want to get to the end, but you're in the middle and it just kind of feels like, you know, you're getting closer, but not close enough, fast enough type of feeling. And so it's not always the most fun part of a story for people who are really good at the first week. Sometimes they might burn themselves out. So now they're feeling sluggish. And you kind of just want to find ways to keep going, even when you might not want it. So that's kind of what this episode is about. Kelly, would you like to add anything to that? I agree that the energy of the first week and the battle cry of the writers coming together that we have talked about previously has definitely fizzled out as people are hitting the points in their writing where they feel either more intimidated by, not prepared for, or just uninspired by. And I like to look at this more of a time as how disciplined you are as a writer and how it's important to be able to be your own hype person. We do touch on imposter syndrome back in episode one, if you want to go check that out. But now it's a good time for your character arc as we walk through NaNoWriMo's Dark Night of the Soul. I feel like in a novel, Dark Night of the Soul, and for those of you who don't know what that means because you haven't read Save the Cat, the screenwriter version or the novel writer version, Dark Night of the Soul is basically your character has failed and they are doubting everything and doubting whether or not they can continue going. This is kind of what you might be feeling at this point in NaNo. And personally, the things that Kelly and I talked about what drive us is hitting milestones in our last episode. And when you're in the middle, your milestones don't come as fast. The difference between 10K to 25K, which is the halfway point, which is, you know, the main milestone, if not the only milestone in the middle, that's a long way. And then 25K to 40K is also long. And, you know, yes, that's the second half of the middle, theoretically, if you're going by word count, but you're writing 50% of the novel in the middle of the month without, you know, the excitement of the start of the month and without the excitement of we're almost at the end, let's all do a final push. There is something for setting up your habit and your routine before Nano or, you know, putting in safeguards, I guess, so that you can keep going even when you hit these. And it is okay to, you know, sometimes take a break from writing if you need to. Your mental health and well-being comes first. At the same time, 
time, if you don't write on one day, you shouldn't let it completely derail you because there are people who can take a break and not write every day and still win. And you want to keep in mind that everyone is going through this and it's okay. Another thing to touch on too, like we have said in previous episodes, if this is your first nano, this is also seeing if this is something you do enjoy. Because personally, I think every writer should at least try it once and find out if it's for you or not. Because for some people, it's just not for them. And that's okay. You are still a valid writer. And if you need to take a day, that's okay. You don't need to keep up like that hot streak of writing every day. Some people during nano still write Monday through Friday and then have the weekends off. They still maintain that kind of routine. So don't feel like a total failure if you're like, oh man, I'm just not feeling it today. Because if you're forcing yourself to when you needed a break, it's just going to make you resent the whole process. That's not what this whole experience is about. Also, would like to take the time to point out that a lot of people take up creating their own reward systems for nano and little survivor kits. Personally, I haven't done anything like this, but I do enjoy saying author tubers and writers who do because you know yourself best and that includes what will motivate you best. For me, I enjoy working on fun projects. So I have a self-imposed deadline or I'm participating in NaNoWriMo. I'll set up a fun project aside as a reward and these projects aren't always writing related. Some can be knitting, gardening, or gaming related that I do. So Zara, do you watch any author tubers in their like NaNoWriMo survival kits? I feel like a lot of them are a lot better at extrinsic motivation than I am. I feel like I might have touched a bit on it last week when we were talking about what motivates us. And yes, like the accomplishment of having done something and then like having a gold star sticker digital badge on the Nano website is great. But there are a lot of people who will promise themselves something if they reach a certain goal. And I think that's great. It's just for me, I always have a problem thinking of what that is. I have started at the very least with grad school. I was treating my novel projects as a reward for getting through the week. And it's not that I don't like my grad school program. I obviously love it, but it is a lot of work. So for me, viewing my novel as fun, kind of like Kelly just said, even though hers aren't always writing projects, really helps. But in NaNo, because the work is the novel and having a second novel doesn't really work for my brain. I've tried twice. It works for some people and that's great. I think the fun things and the things in my survival kit are probably just things that lift my mood in general. So if that's watching an episode of a show that I really love that brings me joy, or just saying like, you know what, like, I'm gonna write more tomorrow. But today I'm gonna take care of my mood by playing a lot with my dog until she walks away. But yeah, if you can find things that reward you, even if they're not writing related, and I also don't recommend your reward always being like, oh, buy yourself a book because that's expensive. If you have little things that can reward you along the way. So it's kind of like Kelly said, whatever works for you. Last time we talked about what the community loves about the first week highs. So let's talk about what the community doesn't like about the mid-month slump. 
again, like last time, all of their answers were kind of similar or like of the same tone, but they did give specific words for them, which I think they're all grouped together, obviously, under this experience, but they are a little bit different. One is not meeting word count goals. And honestly, this is something that can hit so hard in your little writer ego. And if you start falling behind even a little bit, it can pile up quick or it feels like it piles up quick. So this is something that I feel like a lot of writers get discouraged with is not meeting the word count goal every day, even if it's not just the 1,667 words, but if it's their own personal of, oh, I wanted to write 2,000 words today, but I only made it to 1,000. And then it's the feeling of not being adequate enough or not getting to where they want to be. Yeah, definitely. I think that's what most people think of. We also need to consider something that we always care a lot about because we recognize that writers are people. And while writing is life, it is not all of life. (laughs) Um, As I'm a grad student and you're a mom, one of our writer friends said that lack of sleep really, really sucks. And like we've said in previous episodes, if you're not taking care of your body, you're not going to function well. If you're not functioning well, you're probably going to beat yourself up because I have yet to meet a writer who is not a perfectionist in some level. Again, this is a marathon. You need sleep and hydration and posture checks and stretching and all these things that if you've ever been to a writing sprint on YouTube or Twitch, there should be that reminder in the chat every so often. And if there isn't, you can step up and be that person to make sure that we don't all just curl up into little writing gremlins and, you know. But yeah, lack of sleep. Would you add anything else to that? I I honestly think that just not meeting the word count goal and then kind of letting that be the start of a spiral and then mix that in with lack of sleep can all lead to burnout, which every writer is familiar with. It's not something that we don't know about. It's something that we are very familiar with. And it's very unfortunate because we love our projects. We love our book babies. But there comes a point in time where we just push ourselves so hard mentally, like how you were talking about, have yet to meet a writer who is not a perfectionist to some degree. And it's almost like you are enjoying this process you're loving it and then you hit this wall and then it's just a burnout and then you don't want to continue. While you may feel that way, let's kind of move into what we personally hate and then like how we kind of deal with it because that might help you deal with this burnout and hitting this wall. Burnout, I think, is also sometimes a result of trying to counteract the not meeting word count goals when people are like, oh my God, like I got to make it up now. And then while they're doing that, they lose sleep and then they burn out, like Kelly said. And it's kind of like a spiral slash a cycle. And, you know, that's why we as rightish recommend that you take care of yourself if you need to instead of heading straight into burnout. I think the biggest thing that I hate about the mid-month slump is not what it is, but the fact that I know it's coming every time and I can never seem to circumvent it, no matter how many precautions I have in place. And I'm not saying that to scare you all, dear listeners. I'm sure there are people who have managed it, but I am always also doing 
end of semester wrap up stuff during this month because I've been in school every single year that I've done nano. Maybe when I'm done with education and I have a job that will change. I don't know. I hope so. Obviously, you know, every year and even during camp nanos, you can tweak your system to try and be better to avoid the mid-month slump. But I think that is the worst thing that I hate. Yeah, is that you know it's coming. I don't really like the decrease in energy because I am an empath. So I kind of feed off all that high energy. So this is the time where I have to kick myself in the ass to create my own hype and my own energy. And I think it's important to point out that even though we come together as a community, it may be helpful for you if you are also an empath to have your close circle of writer friends in a group text. That way you can still try to send each other encouragement and to uplift each other through this slump. I believe there is a quote that's Sarah Labrat was talking about how a rising tide carries all ships, something along the lines of that. And if you can be that for your group of friends and they can be that for you, then you know what? You can all get through it together. And I also dislike how strong the urge is to stop. And while it seems tempting, once again, you have to pull yourself away and see it through because you'll thank yourself in the end. This might be your first NaNoWriMo and this might be your first experience. But once you get to the end, let that then be the decision if you want to do this again next year or not. Some people only participate in the camps and that's perfectly fine. Of course, everything's circumstantial. You know your own limits. And while I do mention things I don't like, I also try to throw in some optimism because I have Sagittarius moon. I like to try to be optimistic. (laughs) Like I say at the beginning of every episode, I'm a fantasy writer being held together by shreds of optimism. So while you're dealing with the mid-nano blues, know that you are not alone and that you know just continue to try your best to maintain some positivity and some momentum because we are almost there. And it's like you can see the light at the end of the tunnel. This has been the Writish Podcast, and we'll be back with another episode next week. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at the Writish Podcast without a hyphen and on Kofi at ko-fi.com slash the Writish Podcast, again, without a hyphen. Be sure to join us for our conversation about gratitude. Bye. Bye.